Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I want to wish a very happy, happy birthday to Colleen and Clara. Colleen and Clara, I hope this is the best birthday ever and that all of your dreams come true. Grown Ups, Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. If you'd like to hear your child's name at the top of the next episode, or if you'd like me to wish them a happy birthday, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Sasquatch. Enjoy. I would like to tell you about a friend of mine. I won't give you her name just yet. Don't worry, I bet you might be able to guess who she is. First, I want to tell you how she and I met. See, I love to make things. I am pretty handy and can craft pretty much anything. I've made toys, furniture, clothing, you name it. My favorite part is decorating what I make. And it's easy. All I would have to do is walk out into the nearby woods pick some pretty flowers, leaves, and plants, and get to work. On that particular day, I was making plans for a big project, but I was completely out of flowers. I knew that I needed to find the most beautiful flowers I could to make my project complete. It's hard to find big, beautiful flowers close to the edge of the woods. 
So I decided to venture deep into the woods, probably further than I had ever traveled before, in order to find my perfect flower. When I left my house, it seemed like it was going to be a perfectly normal day. Of course, you must know by now, especially since I'm telling you about it, that it turned out to be anything but normal. But I didn't know that at the time. At the time, the sun was shining bright in the sky. The air smelled crisp and clean. I walked past a few neighbors waving hello and followed the path to the edge of the woods. I always loved walking through the woods. The air seemed thicker and wrapped around you like a comforting blanket. The ground was peppered with moss and stones, creating a beautiful collage of greens, browns, and grays. I stood still and I could hear the wind through the leaves and branches, in harmony with the sweet chirping of birds. It was wonderful. I soon found myself pretty much as far as I would usually go into the woods, but I still hadn't found the perfect flower to pick. So I decided to keep walking. The air seemed to grow heavy and still. Less wind could blow through the leaves here, so thick and close together that barely any light could peek through. The earth, less walked upon, felt springy underneath my feet. Then, in a patch of dappled sunlight, I saw it. The most beautiful flower I had ever seen. The petals seemed to sparkle in the light with an ever-changing array of blues and purples, silvers and gold. Drops of dew hung across the edges of a few of the petals like diamonds. The leaves had the most perfect shape and curled up slightly at the edges, almost as if they were looking up toward the sun. This was my flower, all right. I began to walk towards it, arms outstretched. Just what on earth do you think you are doing? I looked around. No one was there. Who was that? I yelled, trying to hide the fear in my voice. Were you trying to pick that flower? The voice replied. I nervously began to turn in the direction I thought I heard the voice coming from when my foot got caught on a branch in the ground and I fell hard. As I began to pick myself up and wipe the dirt from my knees, I realized there was no branch at all. I had tripped on some kind of footprint, sunk at least four inches into the earth. A big footprint. A few feet away, there was another massive footprint. I looked behind me and could see two more big footprints. Have you guessed who I'm talking about yet? With their big feet? As I gazed at the ground trying to figure out who could possibly even have feet that big, I saw a shadow loom over me. Then into my field of vision stepped two humongous hairy feet. They had to be the biggest feet I had ever seen. I stared for what felt like a very long time. <clears throat> I'm up here, said the voice. My eyes began to travel upward. 
two huge hairy legs, a big hairy belly, hairy arms, hairy shoulders. Then, ah! I screamed. Ah! She screamed back. Ah! We screamed together. Wait, 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 wait! She said. Why are you screaming? I'm screaming because I'm scared, I said. Why are you screaming? I'm screaming because I'm scared, she replied. But I'm not scary, I said. Well, neither am I, she said back. Her big eyes glittered at me from beneath her thick eyebrows. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, the name is Sasquatch. Some people call me Bigfoot because, well, you saw how big my feet are. I can't even find shoes big enough for them. But that's besides the point. Who are you? And what are you doing here in my home? I explained to her that I loved to make things, but that I was out of flowers for decoration. None of the other flowers seemed to be big enough or beautiful enough to fit what I needed. But I didn't know that I had walked into her home. I apologized. <laughs> Don't be sorry, you didn't even know I existed, she said with a laugh. Actually, a lot of people think I'm just a myth. See, I haven't seen another one of my kind for a while, but we Sasquatches are guardians of the woods. We live here, making sure that the trees, the plants, and the animals who live here stay healthy and strong. We protect these woods. We love these woods. And I'm sorry, but I just can't let you pick that flower. She took me closer to the flower and sat me down on a nearby rock that had a surprisingly comfortable moss cushion. I looked at the leaves and noticed a small family of ants climbing across them. Funny, I hadn't noticed them before when I was just thinking about how I would use that flower for myself. This flower, said Sasquatch, is a magical flower. It is over 300 years old. It has a history. It provides a home to a few animal families here in the woods. It provides shade on a hot day. The nectar this flower makes is food for the butterflies. This flower and all of the flowers here in the woods help make more oxygen for the planet. So the animals and people living here can breathe. <sighs> the magic in this flower inspires magic in the other flowers. But unfortunately, too many people have picked these flowers. And there are only a few flowers like this one in the entire forest. We can't simply pluck them from the ground whenever we want. I sat in silence for a while and realized that she was right. Plants like this flower did so much for the environment. This flower had been alive before my grandmother and probably before her grandmother. Taking it would be removing a piece of history 
a home and food for the animals, a provider for the planet. But I still wanted to be able to keep creating, crafting, and building. What was I going to do? I thought to myself. As if she could read my mind, Sasquatch gestured for me to follow her. Her legs were way longer than mine. Not only did I have to run to keep up, but climbing in and out of her footprints was like walking up and down the stairs. Sasquatch stopped suddenly, and I caught up to her, completely out of breath. There, in the center of a clearing, were an array of beautiful colors. I looked closer and realized that I was seeing leaves, petals, pieces of twigs, even some beautiful red berries. But all of them seemed to have fallen and been left on the ground. Sasquatch explained that sometimes flowers let go of their leaves and petals naturally. And when that happens, she said, you can use some of those materials for your art without doing any damage to the environment. Make sure you leave some behind, though, because as these things decay naturally, they turn back into soil for more beautiful things to grow. She went on. Another way you can decorate your crafts is through something called upcycling. Upcycling is when you use old things to make new things. If you have an old wooden table, maybe you can use the wood to make a new wooden bench. If you have old tin cans, you can turn them into planters and grow some vegetables. You can even take plastic bags and knit them into something like a tote bag or make art using scraps of fabric. Instead of throwing things away, said Sasquatch, you can upcycle them and use them to create something new. By this point, it was starting to get dark out, and I knew I needed to get home soon. Sasquatch helped me find and carry lots of leaves, petals, twigs, and branches that we found along the way, all the way to the edge of the woods. I'm so glad I met you today, she said. I love my job guarding the woods, but I also love when I get to make new friends and teach them how to do their favorite activities while also living in harmony with the environment. And with that, she turned around and walked back into the woods. I brought my materials back home and worked through the night. By the time the sun came up, I had woven together leaves to make a flower box, decorated the roof of my birdhouse with flower petals, and even built a garden trellis out of the twigs and branches. I had a little bit of everything we had found together left, so I created a small wooden puzzle in the shape of a flower and brought it to the edge of the woods for Sasquatch, as a thank you for teaching me. All that week, the puzzle I made stayed on the edge of the woods. I started to wonder if my experience meeting Sasquatch was even real. After all, she had told me that most people thought she was just a myth. Had I made the whole thing up? Then, one day, I noticed the puzzle was gone, 
and in its place, more petals and leaves, with a note. Thank you for my puzzle. I love it so much. I can't wait to see what you make next with this. Love, S. I didn't think I was ever going to see her again, when one day I heard a knock at my door. There was Sasquatch, her arms full of items she had found. We spent the afternoon together crafting away and upcycling her materials. By the end of the day, Sasquatch had her first pair of shoes, big enough for even her big feet. We used some curvy leaves to decorate the toe of each shoe with a big S. She gave me a big hug and walked back out into the woods. From that day on, any time Sasquatch brought me more materials, I made sure to save a little bit in order to make her something. A new puzzle, a game, or something to decorate her home out in the middle of the woods. I taught my neighbors and friends about upcycling, too. Sure, they might not believe that I learned about sustainable living from Sasquatch, but now they know that caring for the environment can be as simple as reusing things you already have and making something new. That was Sasquatch by Megan Bagala, produced by Tessa Flannery and executive produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Original theme music by Eli Denby Wood and Amy Geisbers Van Wyk. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, I believe in you. Yes.